Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Another week, another time I force Benjamin to come on the microphone with me. I mean, it's an honor. It's an honor. We're both, should we say it? We're both pretty... Pretty faded. We're pretty faded. It's Sunday night in the Johnston Wild household, and the laundry's going. There's french fries in the oven. I've got cold sweats. You've got cold sweats. It's 8.15, and we're counting down the minutes until we can go to bed. Yeah. No, too much food, too much fried food. We basically went to Barry to go see family and always fun, always fun, always a little bit too much fun with the adults at night. And then we got two little girls, six and eight, that are super high energy. So today we woke up and we're like, we got to make the most of it. We got to do something with the little ones. Yeah. I think no. it's a good idea we went to the trampoline spot, but it was so tiring. <sighs> Indoor trampolines is not good with a tummy full of cheese and <laughs> rum. It almost ended in... Just a little pile of mess on the floor. You would have been like that little kid that was crying in the corner. That, I was actually crying. I was just, had my glasses on. I can't believe that we got wrangled into a dodgeball game with children. Like, I don't think that was, a, that was very fair. No, I, I mean, I don't think we should have been there all together. <laughs> we did good, though. I feel like we got brownie points for the girls. And we kind of got like a quasi healthiest hot moment in. Yeah, no, it was good, but I mean, everything was sort of curdling inside <laughs> me, so it was a little, it was, it was tough. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. I'm disgusting. I feel like you're going to like today's episode, just because you come from a fighting background. What, what do you mean? I you feel s- like I love it. You love it? I'm going to listen to it again. You're going to listen to it nonstop. Because you used to do Kra- Krav Maga, is that right? No. What did you do? You used to do something fighting? Uh, you used to do uh, Muay Thai and some, and some like jujitsu and Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Is that the one where you kind of grapple and it's just like sweaty bodies wrestling to the ground? Um, whenever I can get a sweaty body on me, I, I, I do. It's super inappropriate. Super inappropriate. Mm, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this one is all about this amazing woman, Lara, who opened up drop boxing. Her little baby, business baby, is six months old. And you know I love to go there. Just punch it. I uh, feel like my punches are really good. It's different, you know? It's something new. Um, everyone who goes there seems to love it. So, yeah. Why don't you ever come with me to drop? It's really rude. I haven't been invited. Okay. Well. Do you know the lady that owns it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> put, put in a good word for me. Amazing. Okay, well, now we will all get to know the lady that owns it, Laura. And Ben, you'll come kick some shit with me. Actually, no, there's no kicking. It's punching. Yeah, boxing. Boxing. Yeah. I'm really tired right now. Yeah, you're... Should we wrap this up? You so don't look tired, start? though. Don't be rude. You know I look You know I look bad. What do you say? I look bedraggled. A little bit bedraggled yeah. this weekend. Anyways, friends, not such a healthy weekend for us. But tomorrow's... Today's Monday, which means... Well, no, today is actually Sunday. Shh, the episode comes out Monday. 
Right. Yeah. It's a new um, and a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. We we can get back on top. Okay. Have high five to new days. Your hands are really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I might have the cold sweats too. Okay. Not the healthiest version of me, but this is a really. It's a new day. It's a new episode to be inspired, and we'll get back on it. I love it. Okay, I can't wait to go boxing with you, my love. Yeah. In the meantime, should we eat more popcorn? Well, a couple cheesy chicken things <laughs> in the in the oven, some chips, and uh, follow that by popcorn and chocolate almonds. Oh man, I'm excited for tomorrow. Fresh late, fresh late. Go to listen to this episode. Enjoy it. And Ben? I'm gonna have a glass of water. I think my <laughs> body, my body needs it. Here we go, Lara from Dropboxing. This is my newborn, my six-month-old, I'd say. Um, so when I opened Drop, I literally felt like I was back into that newborn, brand-new mama, not sleeping, super hormonal, feeling everything, but super proud mama that gave birth to my third child. It is amazing to think that it's been six months. I cannot believe it. Like, yes. Six months is a long time, but also a drop in the bucket. Yes. Yes. And it is a drop in the bucket because this, the plan for this has been huge. So it is six months of clients being able to experience this vision that I had, but it's been almost three years of planning. So, which is, I think people don't realize that enough that when they walk into a store or they experience a new gym spot Mm -hmm. or anything like they're it didn't just happen overnight. No. It wasn't a linear route. I'm sure Mm-mm. getting here was not easy. And yet, yeah, it's been open for six months. But for you, it's been three years in the yes. making. So the yes. six-month-old is really a three It feels like old. a three-year-old. And even the relationships we've built, like even our, our trainers, like they're just like, what? It's only been six months? Because they've been training since six months yeah. before we opened. So we were in this place during construction training. And yeah, it's been insane. So it's funny that you mention that your trainers were here like during construction because it was during that time that I learned about drop boxing because I was like living it up at F45 Kennedy Bellwoods location where Chelsea teaches yes and I remember like I whenever I decide to go to a gym I end up living there and I want to like know all the trainers and I really like breathe it in and so I started hanging out with her and she's like, oh, gotta run, gotta run. And I was looking, she was starting to look like really extra fit. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm doing this hardcore training for this new place she that's about to She was killing it. She was training like three to five days a week. Hold up. Why is there no audio? Maybe stop, stop. Testing, test. No, it's fine. Okay. Sorry. I just want to make sure. Um, yeah. She was like really, really looking ripped. Yeah. Well, boxing will definitely do that. And she was training with the team and then as well as putting extra hours she'd message me be like Laura can we please get together I just want to do some hand pads and so yeah she was training every day but I think for you as a business owner as like a fitness spot owner like you need your trainers to be well educated yes feeling confident Mm -hmm. especially in the realm of boxing where it can be very technical it is and like I've done these classes like yes it's fast paced but knowing form and knowing technique is so important absolutely Absolutely. And you have to, especially with boxing, there is so much knowledge and they call it the sweet science and it's the sweet science for a reason because it is so technical and you have to understand why you throw each punch and which way to move. And it really, excuse me, it really is a dance at the end of the day. Um, I think one of my favorite things about coming to the classes here 
is it doesn't matter what kind of shit is going on in my life or mm-hmm. how many things are on my to-do list or even if I slept bad the night before, mm-hmm. as soon as I walk into this room and those combinations go up on the screen, there's no room for anything else or like you are literally not part of the class. Yeah, there's, and that's exactly was my goal with creating this space and with boxing alone, like I find boxing is not just the greatest workout there is but it's also the greatest therapy for me and I think in today's day we're so busy and we've got so many thoughts running through our mind that we do need an outlet and as much as as it is important to just breathe it in and take it all in and exhale it out there's also therapy in hitting something and hitting a bag so good to hit yes doesn't it feel good like it just so much therapy and hitting that bag and then when you're running combinations and you know there's a technique to go with it and a strategy there's no more room in your mind for those thoughts you just have to keep hitting it like we all know I think at this point that fitness is so great for our mental health Mm -hmm. and that endorphin release and the serotonin but there's like a secret sauce that happens when you hit something oh my gosh because you are not only doing something great for yourself, Mm -hmm. but there's times where I go in there and I'm like, I don't know what is going on or where this aggression is coming from, but like, I'm going to hit that bag. I'm going to hit it hard and I'm just going to go for it. And I feel so empowered after the fact. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. You're left with this feeling of empowerment. You are hitting something constructively Mm -hmm. and you've got all this adrenaline rush running through your veins and you're just left with feeling this sense of empowerment afterwards. Large and, think, and, large and in charge is what I always say. I leave, left, I leave feeling the room. How, I mean, obviously you are a big fan of this type of fitness, but when people walk in here, because it's still relatively new, like mm-hmm. six months, you know, is a little baby, like we said. Yes. How do you feel when people walk out of that room and you can tell they've just had a great workout? And like, what's some of the feedback they've given you? Um, how do I feel? Um... I feel so many emotions. Um, I always want to make sure people, first and foremost, are enjoying their time in there. So there's so many details that go along with that space in there. Is um, is the music loud enough? Is it too loud? Is it not loud enough? Um, are the lights effective enough? Because even just the switch of the lights create a different sense of emotion in someone. So all those things, I really want all of those little details to impact someone positively so that when they do leave the room, they feel completely fulfilled and Mm -hmm. satisfied and they leave with that feeling of empowerment. And when I see them smiling from ear to ear, or let's say I'm walking into the studio and I see that a class just finished and I just listen to what people say and I hear someone say, Oh my God, that class was insane. I just feel like everything that we're doing here all the time and all the effort we're putting in is completely worth it because we are getting the goal we are achieving the goals we've set out to achieve and i think what makes this place very special is some fitness studios feel very exclusive to people who are new to fitness mm-hmm. no i'm saying that wrong yeah like some fitness studios it feels like you can't go in there unless you're super fit whereas i think the way that the classes are designed here you can be the fittest person and still get a great workout because yes. you are pushing yourself you're choosing how hard and how fast you exactly. do the techniques. You're deciding what you pick up. But what I think makes this place so great and what I think like the healthiest hot audience would really like is the fact that 
you can be kind of new to fitness and yeah. still get a great workout in and not feel left behind because it's you in the bag and then it's you in the weights. Well, the number one thing we hear from people bef- at when it's their first time trying, they said, oh my God, I've been paying attention to you guys for months, but I've been so intimidated mm-hmm. to try it. I've never done boxing. I'm not that fit. These are all things that I hear and that's what's keeping them from coming to try us out. And then when they do try the class, they realize, well, the lights are low. So they're all of their um, fears that someone's going to watch them are gone because nobody's looking at you. Everybody's focusing on their own workout and therefore they're not worried about that. And two, the workout itself can be taken at their own pace. And that's what's most important to me is that I want them to feel confident in what they do. So for example, if they're asked to do 10 squats, they're not working it at the same pace that, you know, like superwoman on the in the corner is doing right because everybody is at their own pace and we want to encourage them to take their workout at their own pace which i really 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 Mm -hmm. love because toronto in particular i find has these like little niche communities and it's sometimes really intimidating and it's hard to like get the courage to step in but like i've experienced this place the uh, like it's so inclusive. It's so empowering. And if you ever wanted to do a workout and you're like, but everyone's going to look at me and they're going to see that I'm new. Honestly, no one can look at anyone except what they're doing in this class. Like you and there's can. no time. There's there, no time. There's it's no fast. time. Yes. yes. They're like 55 minute classes of nonstop action. Yes. So like if you've ever been nervous, just come give this a shot. Cause I think, I think people will be really, really surprised. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the number one thing, especially in Toronto's market. We're not, we're not that, uh, boxing is very new to bo- mm. to Toronto as well. So very few people are actually really great at boxing in Toronto. So this idea that you shouldn't try it. Be- I was on a roll. I was on a roll, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, come here, buddy. Come here. Come, chill. <laughs> Let me go back. Um, you too. Chill, chill. Okay. Okay, just give me love. This idea that you know, you shouldn't try it out because you're not that great at it. Well, it's new to most people in Toronto. We don't have that big of a boxing mm-hmm. um, group in Toronto, but it is growing because the interest is growing because it's such a great sport. I mean, how did you land? <laughs> Make sure it's not one of your kitties. No, it's a 1-800 number. <laughs> Maybe you want a free cruise. And the funny thing is I always have my phone on silent because I'm, it's always going off. And for some reason, that call didn't go off. How did that happen? It's on silent. <laughs> We're just having a day. Okay. Um, you know, when you open this, you could have gone a thousand different directions. I mean, there's so many types of fitness. How did you end up on boxing? Or has boxing always been your thing? I was introduced to boxing six years ago. And when I was introduced to it, I instantly fell in love. It just gave me that release I like I have a lot of energy, a lot of <laughs> energy, and I'm also not one to communicate. If let's say if I've got a lot of stress going yeah. on in my life, I I don't necessarily communicate it or vent it out very often. I usually just keep it in and I release it in a physical way. And for me, physical ways has always been through fitness, but I felt boxing really allowed me to create strategy and also the biggest release of that energy in, in me. Um, and I just love that it is, with boxing, there's a long-term goal. It's not something that is mastered instantly. You have to really work on that skill. Um, and if you do want to train for fighting purposes, like nice fighting purposes, 
it is the quickest way to be humbled as well. So occasionally me and my coach will, you know, put on our gear and we'll spar here and there. And nothing will humble you more than getting a quick little knock to the head a little bit. But a friendly one, that is. Have you is. ever, like, gotten in a ring and fought, fought? Mm. Or has o- it always only been for, for spar Only for sparring. Okay. Like sparring. And I'll do it with my coach. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> but no, but it's, it, it's yeah. actually fun. And the rush you get into, yeah. as long as you trust the other person that they're not trying to yeah. knock you out, then it's, it's fun. And it humbles you. And also, like humbling great for your mental health but also great physical oh my benefits gosh, i yes. mean you were introduced to it six years ago so that's before you had kids yes you had kids mm-hmm. and i was i was boxing um i was training with a pro boxer during my pregnancies and um just because it just felt really yeah. good and i would just take it easy obviously yeah. i wouldn't hit so hard but i have a picture of myself with my six-month belly and he's holding the bag for me while I'm training. And then even after my children, after I had my kids, went straight to boxing. And, and I mean, this is a superficial um, aspect of it, but it does feel great. And it's the greatest, it is the, it's what's changed my body yeah. the most with the least amount of effort. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to feel good in your skin. Absolutely In not. its physical state. Because the thing is, is. The stronger you are and the fitter you are, Mm -hmm. you know, the more you can do in your life. If you're feeling good, if you're looking in the mirror and you look at yourself, you're like, damn, I look good. That confidence. That is going to Mm. not only come out as well in how you see yourself, but it's going to come out in how you view yourself as well on the inside. And if you're feeling confident, then you can master so much in your life. Fitness is such a great form of self-care. Yeah. And self-care, sure, it can be bubble baths. It can, be, it can be a glass of wine. It mm-hmm. can be a girl's night where you just eat a lot of pizza. But a form of self-care is also just going to the gym and doing something great for your body. Absolutely. Because the ripple effects are so much more than the superficial benefits. Mm-hmm. And if there are superficial benefits, then enjoy them. Absolutely. Them Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's like a whole picture thing going to the gym. Yeah. So, okay, I want you to rewind even more. So six years ago, you're introduced to fitness. Yeah. But you strike me as someone that's always been into fitness. So yes. what was what was taking up your energy before that? Before that, so I've actually been teaching fitness for 12 years and I started with spinning um, and I was teaching at a spin studio just around the corner here, quad spinning. And that's how I was doing it just as a hobby. And then they said, you're good at this. You should teach it. So that's kind of how it started. And Chelsea actually works for quad as well ironically enough she basically she just teaches everywhere she's everywhere she's everywhere (laughs) and um but even before that like before that I was in I was playing soccer competitively and I was always just very active I my mother ingrained it in me like I remember being um five or six or seven years old and she'd be telling me to sit on her feet and while she'd be doing sit-ups and I'd be counting her sit-ups as she's doing her sit-ups your mom sounds like such a beast yes like yes till this day how inspiring for you as like a young girl like you probably didn't realize it but to see your mom doing this for herself and like to be strong and to be healthy it was it's it's something I've grown up with that it is a mandatory part of your life. Yeah. Um, it's always been a part of our conversations of, oh, I worked out, I did this, and it felt so good. My mom, while I was growing up, I was very young, and she used to work for Reebok Canada. And Reebok actually provided trainers and a gym for all of their employees within their corporate offices. Wow. So my mom was getting a workout in, and actually she was boxing 
while I was, this is in the 90s, so while she was working there, she was boxing as well. So when I, when I told her I was in, being introduced to boxing, she loved it. She's like, oh, it's the best workout. She was, again, she was like a woman ahead of her time. Yes. Like, it wasn't that long ago that, mm-hmm. like, I just feel like the, the life of a woman has changed so much in Absolutely. the past 10 years. But to imagine being in the 90s and to oh, have my a company goodness. so forward thinking mm-hmm. to encourage their employees to take care of their physical bodies yes. so that they can be better in every part of yeah. their lives. It was, their, it was their noon hour class. They had class scheduled, the group yeah. fitness class scheduled for all of the employees at the noon hour. So have you always had a very positive relationship with food and fitness or always? I would have to say yes. I've been very lucky. Um, And I think that's just because it's been ingrained in my life. Um, My my dad is an incredible cook and he would he he never purchased any processed food or anything. He would always teach me, even from when I was little, the importance of eating food in its natural state. So I'm really blessed that, yes, I have a really strong relationship with food and a lot of knowledge um, based just because my parents have taught me so much. And a positive relationship, yes. you know, yes. which is great. Yeah, you're very lucky in the sense that you were raised in a healthy environment, mm-hmm. but now you're able to kind of pass on that knowledge not only to your drop family, but also to your own family. Like how important is it for you, for your girls to see you kind of doing this thing and living a healthy life? It's it's huge because I, I just want for my girls, I want them to feel confident and happy with themselves. And I feel, I'm, I'm always wondering, or I listen to podcasts of like, what is happiness? Mm-hmm. And the number one thing that I hear is that happiness is when you're in the pursuit of a goal. It's not necessarily when you've reached your goal, but it's your pursuit towards the goal. That's what's giving you that excitement. So keeping fit and active and fueling myself, knowing that that's going to allow me to, to achieve a goal that is giving me my happiness and being that example for my children and showing them how to achieve their own goals and how to achieve their own happiness is in my end goal. I really love that perspective of happiness. Yes. Because it really almost forces you to enjoy the journey more. If you look at happiness through that lens, yes. it's not, I will be happy when. Well, think about it's, it. I'm going to be happy getting there. You know, when you're, you know, if, for example, let's say you've got a goal in mind and then something happens and a barrier gets in your way and you got to find a new, a new path in order yeah. to achieve it. But that first barrier hits you and you're like, oh my goodness, everything just feels like it's falling apart and you're not so happy. But then all of a sudden after thought, you after a good workout you clear your mind you know you fill your body with something delicious and healthy all of a sudden a new idea comes to your mind and boom you start feeling happy again that happiness to hit that goal is what's keeping you going and that's probably been a very beneficial um way to look at it while building a business because building a business is not an easy thing Mm -hmm. i'm sure there are lots of obstacles you know how did you get through those obstacles like what kind of kept you motivated and driven when things got hard uh, music, music, music. Um, so down on the hallway here, um, there's a portrait of Drake and yeah, this I, is I a know very it's pro, This is a pro Drake spot and I, it is. I like it. I, it's going to sound cheesy, but his Scorpion album is yeah. 100% what kept me pushing through this building drop phase. Um, and the reason being is there's so many, if you really listen to his lyrics and this is with m- many songs, there's, it's essentially a poem. And at the end of the day, there's so many lessons to be learned. Um, 
and I just find listening to his music and listening to many songs in, in particular, it's what's allowed me to stay on a rhythm. And you got to, in my head, you got to, and just exactly with boxing as well, mm-hmm. boxing, there's rhythm in boxing. You got to stay on a rhythm and in order to just keep moving forward. And if somebody does, or an obstacle does get in your way, you know, somebody may take you off or something may fall through. You got to keep that rhythm and dodge, bob, weave, go through it, and then keep going forward, right? And if you have your rhythm, nothing's going to knock you off. Wow. And I mean, I've noticed music is a big part of a lot of fitness classes, Mm -hmm. but in here in particular, it's like, it's not just the music, but it's also the lyrics. And you can see that when you open the lockers, you've got all these quotes. Some of them are quotes, some of them are lyrics. And I love that you're kind of little tool in your toolkit when things get rough is music it is rhythm because there's so much power in music Mm -hmm. it can make you feel the feels in a good way in a sad way like whatever you need there's a song out there for you yes and especially with fitness like a good track can make me want to kill it in class absolutely like a track I don't vibe with like I feel it it'll slow you down yeah it'll slow you down if it's not on your rhythm it'll slow you down right but you just got to keep pushing forward which is amazing is there going to be more drop, drop boxing spots? Hopefully very soon. Hopefully very soon. I'm really happy so far, six yeah. months in with yeah. the community that we're building. That's the number one thing. I mean, how do you build a community when we live in a world where <sighs> social media is a great tool, but it's also a very saturated marketplace. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to building a business like this, like you essentially need to build a new family. Like you need to introduce yourself to new people, get them in, get them coming back, get them talking about yeah. it, showing, sharing photos on social media. Like, what it, like, how do you even go about doing that? I think, um, one, it's staying as authentic as possible. Yeah. You have to always be authentic with who you are and making sure you're delivering the exact same message to your followers as much as possible. I'm not talking about followers in terms yeah. of Instagram. Followers and basically who comes to drop. Yeah. Um, I've also been practicing letting go of your ego and listen to your followers. Like what do they want? What do they need? If they need something and you're not providing it, what can you do to provide it? And that way you are telling them like, yes, I see you. Thank you for coming. But what do you need? Let me see how I can help you even more. Um, Providing that service and then expanding yourself and trying to meet new people as well. Like, yeah, how do I grow my community? Growing my community is getting new people through the door. So yeah. how do I do that? And that's just putting yourself out there in an authentic way as much as possible. So that sounds terrifying to me. Yeah. Like that sounds so scary. I am a very introverted extrovert. So mm-hmm. the idea of going out and shouting from the rooftop yeah. like as necessary as that is scares the shit out of me and I feel you 100% yeah. and it's so weird because sometimes I feel like I have my days where I feel like a total introvert yeah. and I don't know how to control it like yeah. I'm just a total introvert and yeah. I can't get out of my skin and other times I can be a total extrovert and when it's time to perform I can perform mm-hmm. especially for work but there are times that I do find it really hard um, I think the fact that you have, if you have passion behind you and you I'm sure you can attest to this if you have passion behind what you're you know, you have to put yourself out there for, yeah. it is easier, but sometimes it is hard. And sometimes I just want to like go into my basement and put a towel or put a blanket around yeah. me and be like, nobody look at me. That's it. That's yeah. it for today. Well, I, I love that you are a real person because it happens. Like I definitely know how that feels. And especially because 
I film for a living, mm -hmm. people are always like, well, there's no way you're shy or introverted. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I have my moments. Yeah, where, like, absolutely. I've got all the energy in the world to give. And then there's other moments where like the idea of speaking to someone I don't know makes me like start sweating and shaking. And the hard part is that when you're giving out so much energy, you are leaving yourself so vulnerable yeah. for other people to have opinions mm -hmm. as well. And that alone can also take away from your energy and you have to find a new strength to stay strong. As a mom, as a business owner, how do you set up boundaries so that you don't deplete one way or another? I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. I'm still figuring that out. Um, it's, it's a tough one. Balancing work with my kids is tough. This week has been so hard. I've, my eldest has been extremely sick. Well, just, I mean, not extremely yeah. sick, but she's had a really bad virus. So she's had a 40 plus fever for since Monday. Oh. She really needs so much of my attention. Um, my youngest, who's a year younger than her, um, is craving attention and she even said to me today she goes i wish i was sick so that you would love me like you love her oh no and i'm like no and then i've got the demands from the business as well and i've had to put long hours this week and still give them the attention that they need yeah. so crawling into bed with them and letting them know hi mommy's home mommy's here for you you know and waking them up so that they know that mommy's yeah. there and it's it's tough. Yeah. I'm still figuring it out. I don't know if there's a balance right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm surrounded by entrepreneurial moms that are that are killing it. Um, some that have been in the business in their business for years, decades. Um, and I asked them how do they do it, and they're they said, "Up, oh, still figuring it out, still figuring it out." So I don't I don't know if there yeah. is a a good way to go about it one day yet. at a time I'm still it is it's exactly that it's a one day at a time type of thing and some days you're killing it and some yeah. days you're not um I had <laughs> a all girls party for my daughter and all of her friends to come over and that day I felt like mom of the year yeah and other times I don't so it's it's a tough one well you made the time for this podcast on a day on a week where you're dealing with so much so I really really appreciate of it course. um Bobby is looking super cute. Thank you for not barking too much, my love. Sorry about that. Um, no, I love him. He can come anytime. I can't wait to come sweat it out again here, but I got to ask you before I let you go, what does healthy is hot mean to you? Healthy is hot. It, to me, means feeling that healthy balance between having a healthy mind and a positive outlook towards yourself as well as, well as being healthy externally as well with your body, all finding that balance between yeah. your mind and your, and your body at the same time. Um, and it's not, you're not always going to nail it, but that constant attempt to feel both balanced. Yeah. I love it. It's basically, it's a big picture outlook on health. Yeah. It's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and you yeah. got to keep both in check. And you're, and you're constantly juggling. And I think it's just forgiving yourself yeah. when, you know, sometimes, it's, you're not going to nail it and forgive yourself and then give it another, give it a try again on Monday. Oh yeah. The health wagon. I have been on it. Yes. I have fallen off of it. Mm -hmm. I've forgotten where the path is and then I get back and it's okay. I, I found the time leading up to drop. I had, even though I thought I was very busy and you're always very busy, but I thought, Oh, I'm so busy, but I was really fit. I still had a lot of time. Now I'm finding it. Now I own a gym. I'm surrounded by weights, 
but I still find it hard to find my training time. And but it but that's how it is. You know, you go ups and downs, yeah. and you just roll with it, and you forgive yourself. You keep going, going, well, keep going forward. Here's an idea. Why don't we do a class together? Yeah, and done. then you'll get your healthiest hot moment in. Perfect. Okay, thank you. And just like that, another episode of the Healthiest Hot Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. A huge thanks to Home, this really cool modern meditation space in Toronto, for hosting us and making us feel right at home today. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out on Experience FOMO. Rate and leave us a comment, and also follow us on Instagram at Healthiest Hot. But most of all, remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. I'll see you next week.